We're going to read, uh, these young ladies are going to read for us from Philippians chapter 1, verses 18 to 30. Whenever uh, you're ready. But what doesn't matter, the important thing is, is that in every way, whether from false motives or true, Christ is preached. And because of this, I rejoice. Yes, and I will continue to rejoice. For I know that through our prayers and God's provision of the Spirit of Jesus Christ, what has happened to me will turn out for my deliverance. I eagerly expect and hope that I will in any way, I will in no way be ashamed, but will be sufficient, will have sufficient courage so that now and always Christ will be exalted in my body, whether by life or death, or by death. If I am not to go living in this body, it will mean... If I am not to go living in this body, it, the bo- If I am to go living in this body, it will mean fruitful labor for me. Yet that shall I choose, I do not know. I am torn between the two. I desire to depart and be with Christ, which is better by far, but it is more necessary for you that I remain in the body. Convinced of this, I know that I will remain and I will continue with all of you and your progress and joy in the faith. Whatever happens, conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. Then, whether I come and see you or only hear about you in my absence, I will know that you stand firm in one spirit, contending as one man for the faith of the gospel without being frightened in any way by those who oppose you. This is a sign to them that they will be destroyed, but that you will be saved, and that by God. For it has been granted to you on behalf of Christ not only to believe on him, but also to suffer for him, since you are going through the same struggle you saw I had and now hear that I still have. Amen. The word of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much, ladies. Paul in here is talking about some really important um, and good things, and we're going to pull through uh, them. Uh, we want to talk about um, living a life worthy of the gospel, right? Because Paul in this passage is, is pulling out an interesting thing. Um, Paul has discerned, and, and, and you might, in this, like, please be careful with this. You might think from reading this passage carefully... That, that Paul might have some suicidal tendencies going on. Because he says in there very clearly, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Right? He, he's saying that it's better for me if I die. Right? Which could sound like Paul is, is really... Um, depressed and really not wanting to be here and so on. But that's that's not what he's saying. Right? I mean I mean I'm sure Paul struggled. Uh, Paul struggled with all kinds of stuff in his life. He he's very transparent about that. 
But that's not what this is about. Paul is talking here about the simple reality of being face to face with God or not being face to face with God, but still serving God and God's people, right? And that is a huge thing because if we think about it as Christ followers, the reality is is that for all of us, it would be better to be with the one being in this universe face to face who loves us more than anyone else ever could. That would be the best thing, to live in the face of God, to dwell in the radiance of His love, His presence in the new Jerusalem, Him dwelling with us and us dwelling with Him, walking and talking with Him. How how much better can you get? You can't get any better than that. And so for all of us, we can echo echo Paul's statement that, that for us to live is Christ, in other words, living out a life of servanthood, and to die is gain. Not because we're longing for death, but, but because we're longing for that new life in the presence of Jesus our Lord and Savior. But, but yet, that key verse, that key phrase, to live is Christ, is really important because Paul is laying out a train of logic for the Philippians, right? He is laying out a train of thought for the Philippians that is really key for their lives too. They need to, and they do to some degree, see this life as a life of service to Christ and to others. So he says that his eager expectation, he has eager expectations about the Philippians, that they will continue on with him in their suffering and in their lives to do what God calls them to do. Listen to this poem. Uh, By the way, this this painting here is is called um, Our Father in Heaven. And and that's not to say that that God looks like... um, that gentleman there or anything we don't know like what god looks like but the the picture is there right this beautiful young lady staring adoringly up at her father who towers above her and he is looking back at her adoringly and holding her hand in his big hand right this is the kind of relationship modeled in this beautiful painting that we are to have and that we do have with our Father in heaven who stands so much higher than us but nonetheless holds out His hand for us and walks alongside us with His love pouring down upon us. Listen to this poem for the church. Lord, bless Your church and keep us true age after age by trusting You. Set our hearts ablaze. Spirit of Scripture, prayer and praise. Gathered, we tap your vast reserve. Scattered, we take your love and serve. Lord, bless your church, church, lest gain or loss take our attention from the cross. Strengthen the hearts we lift above. Fill us with sacrificial love through our communing. Help us to heed calls to respond to human needs. God, I could do that. 
Lord, bless your church which seeks to show Christ in the world for all to know. Use every hand to serve as yours. Speak through each voice till truth endures. Clothe us with love to live our creeds, showing our faith by faithful deeds. This is from a poem called Lord Bless Your Church by David A. Robb from 1991. Notice how he prays for the church that we would ultimately be faithful, that we would show love, we would clothe ourselves by love, we would do the things that God calls us to do, living out our lives in faithful obedience to our Father in heaven. This beautiful poem by Bagan Kusudyarja. Sorry, I probably got that wrong. Uh, um, the painting is by that person with entitled The Ascension. You can see um, the person ascending into heaven as like a swan in the background, uh, beautifully uh, emerged into adulthood and, and ascending into heaven as well. In life or death, Jesus Christ, be all in all, I pray. Your life, your death, make known in me on earth till heaven's day. O Christ, my help, my hope, my joy, my all-enduring friend, all that I am belongs to you who love me to the end. From the poem, In Life or Death, Lord Jesus Christ, by Christopher M. Idle. Gwyneth and I um, went to Mississauga actually just yesterday, um, <laughs> or Friday night. Friday, Friday afternoon, we went to Mississauga because we were going to look at houses. That's a whole other story. Uh, that didn't happen. But instead, we ended up going to the Aaron Mills Mall, which is that's weird. Like, we don't ever go to malls anymore. Malls are just weird places. But anyways, we went to the mall, and uh, we thought we would stop in at the Bell store because we had something to straighten out with our account. And so the gentleman there was very, very helpful. This was not at all what we were intending to do, not at all what we were planning. But we got talking with him, and he was looking at our account, and he said, Oh, you're a reverend. <laughs> and, and then next thing you know, we have like a 45-minute conversation with this gentleman about faith and love and following Jesus Christ. Right? Oh, Christ, my help, my hope, my joy my all-enduring friend, all that I am belongs to you who love me to the end. We talked with him, and I shared with him about how in the Reformed tradition, because he wasn't very familiar with the Reformed tradition, I shared with him how one of our favorite documents under Scriptures is the Heidelberg Catechism. I shared with him how we have that question and answer, number one, right? What is your only comfort in life and in death? that I do not belong to myself. I belong body and soul to my faithful Savior, Jesus Christ. Right? Brothers and sisters, this is the faithful life that Jesus has called us to. Gems, this is the faithful life that Jesus has called you to. To belong all the way, 100% to Jesus. How many of you like doing the actions for the songs that we Awesome. How many of you felt maybe a little bit awkward? Maybe a little nervous? Yeah? Yeah? Okay. That's normal. 
Don't worry about it. But also, in acting, when we do acting, you have to go for it 100%. You have to go all the way in. Do your actions. Be enthusiastic about it. Have fun with it. Whatever. And, and if you feel awkward and you let the feeling awkward sort of take over, then you end up kind of looking awkward sometimes. But if you go for it all the way, you go 100% in, then you look great. It's awesome. Everybody loves it. They're, they're so proud and so excited. Congregation, there's a there's a thing in, in, in the acting world that some actors they are reluctant to work with children. Do you know why that is? Yes. Right? Some actors are reluctant to work with children because children always steal the show. They're awesome. They do so well, right? Like you get you got a kid on camera or in, on the stage or whatever. Everybody loves them. Think about think about weddings, right? The flower girl, the the ring bearer. They're the best part of the wedding, right? They're so cute, and they always do things that nobody expects them to do, and it's amazing, right? But that's because they're all in. They're there, being who they are. And there's, there's almost no distinction for them between pretend and reality. They're just having a grand old time. Right? And, and this is what we want. We don't want a life of mediocre, sort of on-again, off-again commitment to Jesus Christ. We want, it, we want it to be all in all. And that's what Paul is calling for. Recognizing that to, that to live is Christ. Yeah, to die is gain. But regardless, all in all, let it be you who is my Lord. This, uh, this painting here is called The Angelus by Jean-Francois Millet um, from 1857. There's a, a couple there praying in the field, right? You can tell that it's like harvest time. They've got the, the piles of, of wheat uh, harvested in the background. And you can see the church steeple in the distance behind the woman there. And a little bit to the right. right? Fruitful labor for me, Paul talks about. But also implying and encouraging the people that he's talking to, the Philippians, but also us, to labor fruitfully. To, to harvest, to be part of the harvest. Whether, you know, literally um, for some of you, uh, but also then... Uh, in that metaphorical sense of the harvest, the spiritual harvest that is there for uh, God. So then, this is from Philippians 2, verse 13, which we'll look at a little bit later again uh, as well, uh, rooted in that, but also from the Belgic Confession, one of our other creeds and confessions that we love. So then, we do good works, but not for merit, right? Not because it'll earn us praise, right? Do do you guys ever get stickers or, or like, uh, you know, check marks or whatever for your schoolwork or something like that? Yeah, stickers. Ever get candies from your teacher for good schoolwork? Good behavior? No? Yeah, some? No? Yeah? <sighs> I used to get, when, when we were bad, our teacher would write a letter uh, for each letter of our name. So, you know, chance number one, you, you were bad once, you got a D. I got a D anyways because my, my name was Dan. Right? 
right? You get a D on the board, and then you do bad something bad again, and you get an A, right? My my teacher, even though my full proper name was Daniel, and uh, everybody called me Danny, she said, "No, it's Dan." I had three. There was a Jonathan in our class. That was not fair. We even said to our teacher, even some of the other people in my class, they said, "But but that's not fair." He's Jonathan. He's Dan. That's not fair. The teacher said, nope. That's the way it is. It was very unfair. But that's not why. We're not doing good things, Paul says, and, and the Belgic Confession says. We don't do good things so that we can get stickers or candies. And, and we don't avoid doing bad things so that we, we don't get our letter on the board or whatever. We do good things not for merit for what what would we merit right we can't earn anything rather we are indebted to god for the good works we do right the opportunity to serve someone else is itself an honor that we are given freely by god right i've talked to you about this before right allowing someone to serve you honors them Ah, I got my car in the ditch. Can you help me get out? Bring your truck, right? Yes, all good, wonderful, excellent. The person who brings their truck and gets you out of the ditch is honored by being able to help you out. Right? That's the gospel perspective on that. Rather, we are indebted to God for the good works we do and not He to us since it is He who works in us both to will and do according to his good pleasure. God does the good stuff through us according to his pleasure. Right? A life worthy of the gospel. This is another poem um, by, uh, well, we don't know. It's anonymous. It was translated by Marion Kim from Korean uh, and uh, entitled, This is My One Lifelong Wish. And, and Gems, There are lots of things you can want in this life. You might want a big home. You might want a big family. You might want a a job, a really great professional job. You might want to be an artist. You might want to travel the world or whatever. This lifelong goal is, is better than anything you want unless it lines up with this. And this is true for all of us, brothers and sisters. Listen, this is my one lifelong wish. That I should serve the Lord. That the day I depart this world, I'll see God face to face. Though we face many fiery trials, let us not be afraid. For with the power of Jesus Christ, we'll overcome them all. More precious than gold is faith. Treasure that lasts for life. All who believe this truth are blessed, finding abundant joy. Time, like an arrow, swiftly flies. Let's use our time for him. With all our hearts and minds and strength, let's labor for our Lord. The painting there is by Edicio de la Torre, Calayan, which is freedom. Serving God in the Spirit is freedom. 
living a life where God is our all in all. Where we live a life worthy of the gospel, loving mercy, acting justly, and walking humbly with God. That That is better than anything else could ever be. Let's pray. Dear God, thank you so much for the opportunity to live a life worthy of the gospel. Not, not, not that we can do that on our own, but, but that because of Jesus Christ and because of your spirit working and living within us, that is even possible. That, that by the communion of the saints, we can learn and grow by the reading of your scriptures, by worshiping and praising you, we can give glory and mature and encourage one another in all that we say and do. Lord, we pray that these gems and that all of us would not, would not stoop to a lesser goal in life, but that instead our goal would be to live that life. Not, not because we have to to earn your favor, but because we get to. Let it be our prayer that you would be our all in all. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.